happy days. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Oh Happy Dej. I am Deja, the creator of this podcast, and I thank you so much for listening. Y'all, this morning started off so crazy, and I guess not in a good or bad way, just a funny way. First of all, right before, I mean, I did smoke earlier when I, I do a little wake and bake before I cook and everything, but I was like normal. <laughs> and I heard a fucking bird screech so loud. It sounded like it got snatched up by a raccoon, which is impossible because it's the daytime and raccoons are nocturnal. So I don't know what the fuck happened. Maybe it ran into a window, but if it, if you would have heard it on the mic, the screech, whoo, baby. That's a lot. But other than that, I also woke up this morning thinking that I had a training session. (laughs) So I scheduled my whole eating around it, only to realize that it's not today, it's tomorrow. Because days don't exist anymore in my reality. (laughs) I'm like, oh, it's Wednesday. She said Thursday and Friday. (laughs) So all I had for breakfast was a very delicious biscuit. I'm not going to lie. So my job, one of the managers, he went to culinary school and he makes all these amazing ass treats. Like he's basically in charge of all the cooking and his biscuits, oh, it's divine. Like my standard for biscuits, it's going to sound really trash, but I mean, like I love a good homemade biscuit. Like my Nana's in New York, she makes great biscuits. My, and because of that, my dad knows how to make great biscuits. But high key, my boss might make them better. Mm. So that's where we're at today. Some good biscuits. And then maybe after this, I might make a smoothie. And see, okay. So the reason why I only eat the biscuit for breakfast was because I'm like, I'm going to work out with my trainer today. And then after that, I can eat something bigger. And in retrospect, I could still work out. (laughs) That's the thing. I could literally work out whenever. I don't need to train with a person to do this thing. It's just easier that way. And now the schedule in my head is all fucked up. And I, I don't know how to get back to it. So I'm just doing what I want. But this recording this episode today was on the schedule. I try to record, well, not try, I am, because character development, I'm adulting. I record episodes every Monday and Wednesday. And I'm actually supposed to drop the first two episodes today. We'll see if that happens. Hopefully it does. I did create a mock cover for what I want to be seen on the Spotify when you're playing my episodes. But... A friend of mine is looking them over and is gonna send me like better versions. <laughs> I literally just went on Adobe, which I am very what's 
like a, a nomad or nuance or novice. That's the word. <laughs> Something with an N. I'm a novice at Adobe. So it took a minute. <laughs> but what I came up with, I was like, okay, this is pretty lit. I like, again, it's just a placer holder. My, my ideal cover. I want something so cute, something so fucking millennial and girly and, and just like me. I don't know, something pastel and shit. I'm really into silhouette art. There's this one artist I follow on Instagram who does amazing silhouette designs that look great as tattoos. And I'm going to get one. I just need to build up the funds. But oh my God. I can't wait to give them money so I can put their art on my body. It's going to be the greatest moment of my life. I'm such a tattoo head now. <laughs> that sounds so gross. Just, but I am. And yeah, it's basic, whatever. Yeah, I got my first tattoo last year, not last year, 2019. And now I'm addicted. Shut up. I love them. And they love me. They look good on me too. My baby tattoo, my first one, she looked bomb. I look hot with it too. God damn it, do I look hot? Anyway, that's not the point. <laughs> I came on here because I had a few things to discuss as with every episode. So I don't know. I was, I'm not on this segment yet, but I've been binging Broad City. Like I probably started two days ago and I'm already on season four. And while watching it, I just noticed, like, it's a good show, and I'm really glad I'm a fan, but watching it, it's like, there's this weird cringe to it, you know? Like, you, it's very reflective of the time it was written, which was, the first season was, like, 2015, 2014, 2015, and I was a senior in high school, and it's definitely, it's so 2015, but, like, very white feminism and and that's what makes it really cringy to me to watch and I can watch it and enjoy it but then also be like ew these people do still exist and they were very prevalent in the media like people praised the show they were like oh my god it's so revolutionary it's so radical and I'm like oh I mean yes no yes and no watching it now in 2020 seeing how things escalated from what like their jokes like they just had an episode where they were talking about everything Trump and how when he was first running and how we all thought it was some big joke how he would never be president because he's a reality star and that's dumb that could never happen never never ever in a million years then improv terms flash forward to 2020 2021 fucking impeachment impeached twice the first time trump was impeached i was in mexico city <laughs> with my friend <laughs> and we were just out there living life mask free enjoying the company of other humans in a crowd and i'm over here on my phone and being like oh shit trump's impeached thought that thought that that was the end of my troubles i thought we were perseus cutting off the head of the hydra or was that hercules hercules Cutting off the head of the Hydra, only for that bitch to grow 10 more heads, like it does in the myth. We didn't learn. We did not pay attention enough to Hercules by Disney. Like, we didn't, because that's what happened. Anyway, 
yeah, it's just, it's a very, it's a dated show, kind of. I don't know if it'll work as well as it did now. Or maybe it might. I feel like with a lot of millennial humor shows like that, that are like, we're woke and we're going to make jokes about being woke. It, it's a hard line to walk because, <laughs> because we are, we're changing so rapidly all the time. So you don't know jokes then that hit will hit now. And it's like, oh, it's, it's tough. <laughs> but then after that, I mean, I'm still in the midst of my binge. I'm going to finish the show. But at the same time, on top of that, I'm over here doing research on presidential pardons for the series I do for junior high. And if you don't know what junior high is, junior high is a nonprofit art space that is centered around making space for marginalized artists so they can have a platform to share their voice and for people to <laughs> hear. I'm like, I'm saying the same things. It's a space for people who usually don't have room to say, to speak their truth and say what's on their minds and hearts. Junior high gives them that space on a large platform. And we have many cool artists. There are so many cool people that come to junior high. It's fucking insane. I'm so happy that I work with them. But we do this series called Class Notes, where we take different topics and give infographics about them. So this lesson is on presidential pardons, and that is the hot button today, because Trump has been just willy-nilly with his pardons, according to all the articles I've been reading. It's like... Did you hear how my voice cracked? It's just like that. It's just like how my voice cracked. So strenuous and draining. <laughs> just reading article after article about all the fucked up shit. I wonder if that's ASMR for somebody. Just hearing me suck in and being like, while Frank Ocean plays in the background. So, oh my God. But yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, gotta keep the mind active, but again, very draining. And then I don't even know why I do this to myself. Fun fact about me, I wake up at like 6, 7 a.m. every day. I'm conditioned. I've been doing it since middle school. Middle school? Yeah. When I had to wake up to take the bus, the school bus and stuff. So I would wake up actually at 5 a.m. for the bus because then we have to get to the bus stop at 6.30. And the bus would come at 7, 7.15, get to school, 8.45, 8.50, have homeroom, yada, yada, you get it. The school system is fucking whack. I cannot believe we did that. What were we doing? Why was I up at 5 a.m.? Literally, what's... You know what shit you see at 5 a.m.? You know what humans you see at 5 a.m.? Crazy. I've seen some stuff. And, I mean, I'm grateful to the experience, but wow. Insane. But yeah, where was I going with that? Waking up at... Oh, yeah. Okay, so I wake up hella early for no reason. Weird-ass reasons. And then I turn on the news. I start off my day sometimes 
going to CNN and just <laughs> listening. And this morning, by the time I post this, it will be fake, not fake news. Oh my God. No, not fake news. <laughs> this is real news. <laughs> by the time I post this episode, like whatever happened today, you will have known about. But just living in it right now and reacting to it, insane. It's like, I can't believe we have to sit here and just watch these people debate our lives. They're debating our lives. They're not just debating if Trump stays president for seven days. It doesn't fucking matter if it's only seven days left. They are debating our lives. And that people, and just hearing some people being like, yeah, what happened at the Capitol was awful, but it doesn't mean that we should impeach Trump. I'm like, what? <laughs> Sorry. That, that was probably really loud on the microphone, but what the actual fuck does that mean? Like, what do you mean? So you're saying some shit that, that happened because of him, we, he shouldn't be punished with impeachment because of the thing he did? That's like, that's like telling a murderer, <laughs> being like, yeah, we know this murderer killed all these people, like he had this happen, but he shouldn't go to jail for murdering these people because it, because it's, it's done. And being like, he's already, whatever, it's. It's just dumb. It's insane. Oh, insanity. That's just so crazy. That's crazy. I can't believe it. It's so insane. That <laughs> sidetrack, side note, also, <laughs> what a weird segue, because it just popped in my head. If anyone knows how to make a jingle, I really want to have an opening jingle for this podcast. It would be so cute. I don't know. I'm basically just stealing everything from Nicole Byer with her podcast, Why Won't You Date Me? So her jingle's really cute, but I don't want a jingle like that, you know? I just, an opening. Because what the fuck? I'm just coming into this podcast being like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it's me, D. I could do that. I actually could do that. <laughs> I've solved my own problem. This is why I'm my biggest fan. I really am my own biggest fan, Heike. But speaking of Nicole's podcast, which is amazing, if you haven't checked it out, you should check it out. She was talking on an episode today. Oh, to clarify, I'm like re-watching, not re-watching, I'm watching for the first time or listening, duh, because it's a podcast. I'm listening for the first time of her podcast. So I started from the very beginning. 2018 we're talking about so I'm in the past I've traveled in time I'm Doctor Who up in this motherfucker so on this episode from the past she was talking about how like she was asking a person who also I guess is a frequent guest on podcast but doesn't have one of his own if he ever made fake radio stations and that triggered a memory for me where me and my cousin literally used to do that we had this it's some weird toy from the 90s that was like you could tap into an empty radio space there like someone could be listening just like a podcast someone could be listening to this to your radio frequency if they go on that channel so me and my cousin would pretend to do a radio show and I was like oh my god maybe I was always meant to do this or like something like that's just weird. The things that you do as kids can still be prevalent in your adult life, but like 
ones that you never really gave thought of because I also did a lot of acting as a kid too. And that stuck. Like I knew I wanted to do that forever, <laughs> for always and forever. But radio or podcasting, people would be, people would say stuff like, oh yeah, you have a good voice for radio or you should do a podcast, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, yeah, it sounds fun. I think I could do it. But, and then I've always like, yeah, that's something I'm going to do like in my life. And now I'm doing it. So thank you, past me. That was really fun. Me and my cousin used to do a bunch of shit. And oh, I just remember at we would do it at my granny's house. My granny had a nice, a nice, like good size house. It's one of those very classic houses, I feel that's like nice and big, but not too big. And it had like a it had an attic. <laughs> I love shit with attics. I think that's so old timey and and just wholesome like a storybook house it it was a storybook house that's what it was bitches with attics and like basements she didn't have a basement but she did have um like a outhouse garage and a nice medium big backyard where you can do a lot of shit just it felt like a home like a really cozy place and that's where me and my cousin would do our little radio show we would go up into the attic and put it on and I don't even know what show we would say. We would just be like, hey, yo, 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 what's up, what's up? It's Dejan Shannon. Beep, 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 beep. Like <laughs> whatever seven-year-olds do. We also used to make fucking facials. Oh my God. My, I don't know why my dad would be more mad than my mom, but <laughs> because we would just make a mess. He was like, what the fuck are y'all doing? My dad is a really oddly a really cleansy per cleanly person he isn't he isn't my dad does this weird thing where he'll sweep sweep all the dirt and stuff into a pile but then not get a dustpan and sweep it into the dustpan and put it in the trash and I don't know if he does that now because he's old <laughs> not like old senile but like you know he doesn't feel like bending down to dust it up with a dustpan and he feels like we should do it but in my head I'm like that just is so backwards to me. Why would you even sweep in the first place? If you're not going to do the full sweep, then don't even start it. But again, who am I to talk? I do a lot of half-ass stuff all the time, but I'm in my twenties. I'm still growing. He's a full grown man, but I guess that's not fair. I guess you can't say that like humans develop in their own way. It's strange. But yeah, my dad would get really mad at us for making our facial creams because we would just put the most random shit. I think my favorite one and the one I remember the most, we put lotion, Crayola Crown wax shavings, and like maybe honey. We knew our stuff. We were like, honey's good for the skin, lemon, lotion for that moisturizer. And then I don't know why we thought Crayola wax <laughs> but I had a really strong heat lamp that was that would get dangerously hot, like not safe for the house. So we used that as our oven where we put a cup on top of the lamp and then put the crown shavings in there and watched it melt. So we mix it up until it melted. Then pour that into the lotion and honey and shit, mix it all together, and then actually put it on our faces. We let that on our face 
it's a miracle that I have good skin now. And that's not a bragging thing. My mom has really great skin. And, like, I've always had a good, like, blemish-free face throughout middle school and high school. And, like, I still get pimples now. And when I do, they're the worst. But I just got really nice skin. And then everyone also says that. So, whatever. But, yeah, the fact that I did that shit <laughs> and still, by the grace of God, have nice skin, damn, I tested myself. That was some, <laughs> now that I think about it, we did a lot of like Fear Factor shit. We were obsessed with that show, Fear Factor. I wanted to be on that show. I really thought that I could be a contestant and win, but I would only do, my one rule was that I would only do all the like crazy physical stuff. I would never do any of the eating stuff because that eating thing, ooh, I don't know about y'all. But eating, <laughs> they had those people eat some crazy shit. One episode that is so prevalent to me is the ostrich egg. And I like, I want to believe that it was fake. But then that's even worse if it is fake. Like, so then what was in that ostrich egg if it wasn't a real ostrich egg? Ugh. But any of the physical stuff, like jumping off shit. Um, I remember they had to like be in a flipping car one time or they had to jump off of a moving car onto another moving car I'd be down for that because you're like harnessed up and like I said I think in a previous episode I'm low-key a thrill junkie so I'm down although they also did have a lot of like scary things where like put your hand in a box I hate that shit I hate the putting your hand in a box and you don't know what it is it because I feel like I already start feeling whatever is in the box before and I don't know what that means I wonder if other humans have this happen to them where they they kind of sense something they get a little prickle in their fingertips and it's like <laughs> the more you inch towards that thing the prickling gets stronger until you actually touch it and you're like ah <laughs> and then your body just jumps for no reason even if it's the most mundane thing it could be a book but the anticipation in your head has you running through your mind of all the possibilities. And it's funny. It makes me miss the science center where they used to have their exhibits. And they had one where, oh God, they used to have so many cool exhibits at the science center. That's one of my favorite places to go. I always take non-LA people there. <laughs> Cause I'm like, look at my childhood. <laughs> Here it is, the science center. That LACMA. Um, where else did we used to just go a lot? Hmm. Yeah, I'm, oh, the Brea Tar Pits. That was a field trip place. I loved field trips. My God. I wonder, <laughs> this sounds so dumb. I'm like, do they even take kids on field trips now? <laughs> well, not now because of the pandemic, but like 2019 now. <laughs> I'm still stuck in 2019. I will live there forever. But I remember my very last field trip was, I think, middle school, seventh grade, and we went whale watching. Oh, actually, no, I'm a liar because, haha, they, de they technically did stop for me in seventh grade, but I joined choir in high school knowing that they did trips. I joined choir and marine biology knowing that there was like a trip involved with that class. 
sadly, I didn't get to do the marine biology trip because it was the same time as my show choir trip. So I went on the show choir trip. We went to San Francisco. Oh, that was amazing. Not only did we go to San Francisco, it was like a road trip. So in high school, I was in show choir. <laughs> I was a mezzo-soprano. And <laughs> we had, they had this thing called choir tour, choir tour, <laughs> ta-ta tour that they did every year. And it was only that choir class, like no other, none of the music department did it other than us because we were cool. But we had a whole bus, we had shirts, I still have mine. <laughs> Even though San Francisco is spelled wrong, I wasn't in charge of the shirts though, so that's not on me. But yeah, so we had a whole bus, the one with the bathroom on it, and we traveled up the coast because my school was on PCH, so I was by the beach. So it was really easy to travel. So we went up PCH all the way, like we made, and then we made stops at random places to sing. So the first stop was at this youth center for, at you, at, oh my God, speak. It was a youth center for troubled teens for who were like in foster care and like things like that. So we went and sang for them. Oh, that facility was so beautiful and so nice. And they had the cutest dogs just around for the kids because it helps with their emotions. Like the, um, what are they called? Newfoundlands. Apparently Newfoundlands are very calming. They're like a very calming energy to have. And they are, they're so sweet. They move so slow and they just let you hug them. Beautiful. Oh gosh. I think that was on, I'm trying to remember where it was. It was like Ocean View, something like that. And then after that, we went to a senior citizen's home. That was cute. Oh my gosh. They loved when we sung the old timey songs. It was... (laughs) Like we sung old timey romance songs and they were just like vibing and they loved us. They were like, look at the young people <laughs> just singing away. And then the last stop was San Francisco where we sung at, oh God, a spam risk is calling me. How dare you, sir? No. Decline. Ew. I hate that for me. What even is that? <laughs> Why do they do that? Back to the music. But yeah, so then the last stop. <laughs> I'm like, fuck them. How dare they? I'm in the middle of a show. (laughs) But anyway, the last stop was Pier 39. And that was really fun. That one we just performed for the public. (laughs) Anyone that wanted to stop by and listen to us sing Hotel California, (laughs) they were welcome to sing. I wonder, did people like throw money at us? No. Did they? No, they didn't. They were like, these are clearly <laughs> high school kids <laughs> singing with their choir teacher. He was so cool. He lives in New York now. I hope he's doing well. He was such a cool choir teacher. He really believed in you and your dreams. <sighs> yeah, what a great time. Okay, I think before my time runs out, I think this is a good stop for a break. Again, another spot where I'll need a jingle. So... It's time to repack the ball. I'll see you after the break. If you would like to find me on any of my social medias, you can follow me on Instagram at ohhappydage with an underscore, on Twitter at DejaBlueWater, or on my website, DejaBowen.com. See you there. Hello, welcome back from the break. We are now gonna mosey on over to social scroll because I saw something very interesting. 
Um, so Netflix is gonna make a show about the the ser- another serial killer series, basically. Which I don't know why. I mean, many people have told me that it's there's a statistic that a lot of women, for some reason, I don't know, it felt weird that they're into true crime documentaries and shit like this for reasons I do not know. But I hate, I hate that I, that I am. (laughs) I hate that I do like this stuff. It's just so interesting to me how, like, why their mind is like that, (laughs) I guess. Because it's like, you don't wake up every day and feel like how they feel. And you're like, how did they, how did they get to that level? And why did they get to that level? And yeah, it's, it makes me want to study psychology more which is another stereotypical like actor thing where they're like if it weren't for if you didn't do acting you would most likely do psychology or something like that and maybe I mean I'm interested I would definitely listen to a TED talk about psychology like I'm into that type of shit just learning how people's brain works because I think it does make you a better actor it get, when you understand someone not not them not these crazy people that that think it's okay to murder people but a normal person in general when you can kind of understand a normal person then it's easier to empathize with them and then better to play that person when an actor is set to play a serial killer that can really like fuck you up because then you you have to think like how they think and to them it's okay and so then you knowing that you have to think like that and then empathize with why they would and just a lot of psych it acting can fuck up your brain man (laughs) it can really mess you up but will i watch the series hell yes like i i'm so down to clown for this series like people, people are gonna eat this shit up just like how they ate you up. And you, I, not saying I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan because I know about it. Water, boop. But yeah, like I don't know why we need a shoe. A, a shoe. <laughs> I don't know why we need a shoe like you in my closet. I don't know. No, though my God. I'm okay. I don't know why we need a show like you (laughs) taking up space. That's all I'm saying. If it ain't about a real serial killer, I don't want it. But yeah, I can't believe that show is getting another season. (laughs) For why? For what? What else can they do? I honestly don't know what else they can. Because in the first season, he already killed the girl. And then second season, he finds a, his ex-girl that we all thought was dead, comes back, and then he meets another just as crazy psycho bitch that killed someone else for him. So then when are they going to do this third season? Have a murder baby? <laughs> this is going to be a baby that pops out with a knife, ready. And a cell phone. <laughs> a knife and a cell phone. That baby's going to pop out and be like, hi, daddy. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's so dumb. I don't want it. <laughs> and I don't have to watch it. I'm not going to watch it, but I will keep up with what the fuck is happening because I like being in the know. But what else is... And then apparently fans are speculating that Doja Cat and Nicki Minaj are going to be featured on a remix of Ariana's 3435. But then this is why Twitter is so confusing because then someone else was saying that Chloe and Hallie were going to be on the remix. Who's going to be on the remix? I must know. This is dire news. I do like that song though. Positions? Ariana really did go off. She went off with that album. I'm not even an Ariana stan like that. But did I listen to that album maybe three times? <laughs> yes. Actually, probably more like five. I don't know. It's like I listened to it all by myself. And then my cousin picked me up to take me to my parents' house. And then we listened to it the whole drive because it's not that long of an album. And then I played it again. <laughs> Just I was like, did you? Because I kept asking people, I'm like, did you hear this? And if they're like, no, then I'm like, okay, we got to play it. And then... <laughs> It would just be a repeat of the album again. I did the same thing with Big Sean's album. That, oh God. I love that album so much. So many twerk songs. <laughs> the Baddest? Fuck that song. I love it. I can't wait till I can be at the club again. <laughs> God damn. We're going to have to do a repeat. Like All the songs that came out in 2020 and 2021 will have to be replayed like new once the clubs are open again because there's too many fucking bops to not have a club moment i refuse to not have wop play while i'm at my table at the club with the bottle girls in 2024 like i don't care i don't care that wop came out four years ago if you don't think i'm bop if you don't think i'm gonna have the dj blast that song as the bottle girls come with my sparkling chirac or whatever the fuck the alcohol of the season and me and my friends are just standing on the table being like ah wop 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 like <laughs> was that song four years ago yeah do i care no <laughs> so you know what else was four years ago my freedom to do this so fuck off anyway where was i going <laughs> positions it's a good album big sean's album is good we're going to have to have a repeat of this music when we're free. But yeah, what else is... I'm like... I wish y'all can talk back to me. <laughs> I'm like, what else is new? What's going on with you? Oh, I'm acting like I don't know my own schedule. I could talk about what I'm reading, listening to, and watching. Y'all know I'm already watching Broad City. I'm like, what else? What else am I? Literally, my my TV viewing schedule is so tied with, like, my mom and my cousin. We have so many shows that we watch together that I can't, like, we're going to start P-Valley. I know I'm late to the party for that, but I can't start that without them. Um, then we're also watching Girlfriends from the very beginning and The Crown like this is that's like so much. And then I also have all my own shit. Like I have fucking Oh, I did start watching Pen 15 and oh my god. 
1015, that shit is immaculate. What a stroke of genius that show is. It's really great. Oh, and I'm back on my Inuyasha rewatch. Another fun fact about me, Inuyasha is low-key one of my favorite animes. I always forget to say it is my favorite anime because I go to saying like Naruto or Mob Psycho and stuff like that. But then every time I watch Inuyasha episode, I'm like, oh my God, I do love this show a lot. Like it's, it means so much to me. It was technically my first anime. I just didn't know it was anime at the time. I was exposed to so much anime and did not know it was until I became smart. But yeah, as far as movies, I haven't watched anything new. I might watch something tonight. Maybe I'll watch Little Hours with my girl Aubrey Plaza. Love her. I think she's great. She's such a great actress. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I know this is like months ago because it's not the holidays anymore, but Aubrey Plaza and Happiest Seasons. Wow. (laughs) I was pissed. Me and my friends kept saying justice for Aubrey because what the fuck? That movie made me so angry. If I were in that person's shoes, I'd be like, fuck this hoe. If you haven't seen the movie, basically this girl, these, these two women are in a relationship, but the girlfriend isn't out to her parents yet but still but invites her girlfriend that she's dating that her parents don't know about to visit for the holiday like takes her up to her parents house for the holidays with them not knowing that she's gay and that that's her girlfriend so that was like red flag number 1 to all of us me and my friends sat on the couch and watched we were like okay one why even invite me <laughs> if you knew in your head that your parents didn't know who i am and the and what your sexual orientation is, then why would you even bring me in the first place? What were you going to say? <laughs> I would just show up and then boom, they would know. No. So already bad start. Then they get there. Doesn't even introduce her as her girlfriend says, this is my roommate. And they were roommates that again, floored, baffled. <laughs> I would have left instant leave. I would have been like, actually, I'm her girlfriend and I'm leaving. So thank you. I love calling people out. I did that once in seventh grade. Some guy was, (laughs) it's so weird saying I was cheated on in seventh grade when we really weren't doing anything. But yeah, he was quote unquote cheating on me. My friend told me, she was like, hey, so your boyfriend is also dating this girl named (laughs) so-and-so. I forgot her name. And I was like, oh, okay. Like right before class. And I was like, oh, okay. And then me and this boy had the class together. So right before the teacher came in, everyone was sitting down. I walked up to his desk and I said, yeah, so we're no longer dating. (laughs) Thanks. And then walked back to my seat. Then the bell rang and the teacher came in and told us to open our books. And he was like, so distraught. I just saw him look around for a good five minutes being like, what? I I don't get it. But yeah, love calling people out. So Again, if I were in this character's shoes, fuck her. Like, and then, but she stays. She stays because she's in love. She wants to marry this girl. That's the other. That's the cherry on top. She wants to marry this woman. She's thinking, I'm going to do it the old-fashioned way. Ask for her father's blessing. Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Bitch. No. So then 
she decides to stay because she loves her. And then here comes Aubrey looking in her blazer, looking so good with her long hair. I Aubrey looks so good. I want to be her friend so bad. I feel like we have a great time. Anyway, I say that about every celebrity. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, she comes in. She sees, oh, Kristen Stewart, by the way, is the character, the girlfriend in distress. <clears throat> she sees Kristen and is like, hey, what's going on? Like, I see you're dating this other person. I don't know the actress that plays the the closeted girlfriend of this movie so I don't and I don't know her name I'm sorry actually you know what I'm on Hulu right now let me look it up duh use the power of technology at your fingertips also this artist is named IDK and this song is called porno and it's one of my favorite songs I really like it I think it's fun okay uh Kristen Stewart mm, Mackenzie I think so okay so Mackenzie, the the closeted girlfriend. So Aubrey sees Kristen and she's like, hey, I see like you're hanging, you came here with Mackenzie. And she's like, yeah, we're dating. <laughs> like, they live in this small ass white town that hates anything that that isn't white. And <laughs> she's like, yeah, we're dating. You know me, not if your pussy is the bomb. Sorry, okay. <laughs> But so yeah, they're dating. And she's like, oh, okay, yeah, no, I feel you because me and Mackenzie used to date, Aubrey and Mackenzie. And she's like, oh my God, you're like her first girlfriend. So then they start hanging out and they're they hit it off. They're so much better together. They just look moral of the story is Aubrey Plaza and Kristen Stewart looked better together than Aub than Kristen and Mackenzie. And that's that. They had a whole scene at the bar. They were having good times. They both knew what it felt like to be a fucking secret. Also, Aubrey's story of what Mackenzie did to her in high school, fucked up. Fucked up, man. Like, yeah. Mackenzie didn't deserve any type of relationship after that. Like, for a good while. Like, not saying ever. Because, <laughs> you know, that, like, she had her whole thing, too. They, ga they gave her an explanation and why and stuff. And the way... The shit that happened at the Christmas party also fucked up. Her sister, Allison Brie, should not have done that. Gross. But just putting another human through that whole thing is, it's just a lot. And you shouldn't do it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, who am I? I'm not a relationship expert. Oh, but what I am excited about, who is a sex expert, Sex Education Season 3 confirmed. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see my boy Eric again. My boy Otis. Maeve. I love them. I. <laughs> there has to be a way for me to get on that show. I'm going to discover it. They can write me in. I could be an English. I can pretend to be British. Or I could be a written in American exchange student. I don't know. All I know is I would love to be on sex education. It's so well written, so funny. And the characters are great. <laughs> They're fantastic. Ugh. I wrote on my concept episode for today that I should talk about. <laughs> so, as you know, 
from I guess my last episode when I talked about when I talked shit about my roommate that we don't get along and we don't tis not a lie so this morning or t- today before he left for work I hear him on the phone talking about rent prices so okay for context of the story when we first moved in together and before I despised him he like saw the apartment because I I was basically already approved and like paid my half and all this other stuff. So it was my apartment. I just needed a roommate because my previous roommates backed out last minute. So he was like just a body that I needed to take up the other room and pay that half of the rent. So he came in before we moved in, saw the apartment, knew which room was mine and saw what room he was taking, agreed. And we did paperwork, like all that. Boom, bada, bing, roommates. Then (laughs) later... This man, okay, so at first it made sense because he didn't have a bed yet. So he would sleep on the living room couch that I bought. Uh, mind you, all the furniture in the apartment is mine. Like, everything came from my grandma's house and everything. So I bought all the shit. So he's sleeping on the couch. It makes sense at first because he has no mattress. But then once he does get a mattress, and I know because I saw it. <laughs> I saw it in the hallway. He still stayed sleeping on the couch. And I was like... Uh, that's kind of it's kind of weird like waking up every morning to go to the kitchen and I see you on the couch <laughs> it's like kind of scary for me I don't know you're a random man who I don't really know but like I just needed a roommate so I allowed you to like be a roommate but it's still weird and I was like so are you gonna like not do that or like are you gonna sleep in your room now and he said he c- couldn't because his room was small and gross I was like how's it small it one they're not it's not small it's the same size as mine and you decided to live here and then he was like well people with the bigger room I've asked around LA and people with the bigger room usually pay more and I was like again I don't have a bigger room than you if anything my room is only three inches bigger or like three feet bigger we share a bathroom people that do that usually have their own bathroom or a way bigger room which is not the case Long story short, he still thinks that I should be paying more for three feet. And I said I would pay $3 for the three extra feet, but not anything more. So that's a thing, but he's moving out, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) But (laughs) the reason for the story being is that I just heard him on the phone today asking someone else the same question. He was like, so do you think like it should be fit like it should be split 50-50 like how our rent is or if someone's like if someone should pay more someone meaning me and I know like sh- I'm <laughs> she was like she laughed <laughs> she laughed because everybody on the fucking planet knows that it's 50-50 stupid bitch oh my god <laughs> sorry that's funny to me it's just hilarious this podcast is actually secretly just my diary. <laughs> no, but seriously, oh God, I have to check the time. <laughs> but seriously, for the future of this podcast, I will start having guests. I've actually, I'm so excited planning this out and having the support of my friends has been really helpful and just so nice. It's nice to have a support system that you feel really comfortable in and like, you feel like you can thrive because they support you. So I'm thankful to all my friends and all that shit. Blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> I am going to start like having, I guess, phone call 
episodes or just call my friends. Of course, they'll know. Like, I'll ask beforehand being like, do you want to be on an episode and just have one of our phone calls be an episode? It will be a little more structured, but not really. It will basically just be what this is, a ramble of thoughts, but a conversation amongst two friends with different conscience, consciences and all that shit and inside jokes that you may or may not get. I don't know. And some good music and always weed. Oh, that was another thing. I was like, I want to be more informative about what I'm doing too, since you can't see me yet, since I don't have a camera, but that will come. But what I'm smoking right now, usually I smoke my weed pen. I have a plug and play and the cartridge I have in there, I just got, it's, what was it? Girl Scout cookie. And it's supposed to make you like relax and happy, like earthy and not too sweet, anything like that. So I usually smoke that. I barely, I try to preserve my flower because she's expensive. So <laughs> I have, and I don't know how to roll. I know my brother's always like, you need to learn how to roll. I can teach you, blah, blah. And he's tried. My cousin has tried. I just, maybe one day. I don't know. Anything is possible, but I love it when it's already rolled for me. So I usually get pre-rolls. And this one is a five, five joint cylinder, a dime bag of indica. And the flavor is cookie crash. I have a cookie theme going on. I love cookies in smoke form and in real life form. Cookies are so good. <laughs> Especially when they're moist in the middle, but then still crunchy around the outside. Ugh, like that shit. Heaven. But yeah, so that's what I'm smoking today. I actually need to restock because this is my second to last joint. And I'll probably finish it after this episode. Hmm. And yeah, and then the song that's playing, well, it just finished. So <laughs> I'll tell you the next one. The song is called Mecca. No, I have a friend named Mecca from high school. She does music as well. Beautiful voice. Oh my gosh. If you don't know Mecca, you should look her up. <laughs> her voice is so good. I love her, the riffs that she does. A lot of talented people have come out of my high school. Mecca, Amindi, Molly, my other friend, Sarah. Um, There's so many people, like, a lot music heavy too. People could sing at my fucking school. There was another girl named Chandler Blow. Oh my God. I was like, it's crazy when when like high school age people, like 16, 15, have like such bomb ass voices. Like when you watch um, The Voice or X Factor American Idol and these fucking <laughs> children just blow people out the water. Sound like Whitney Houston. It's like, what? Who are you? And me, like, I was in choir, so I know how to sing. And, like, I can hold a pretty tune, but nothing like that. That is some magic. So, yeah, people like Mecca and Chandler were those people that had, like, fucking strong-ass voices. And Amindy, too. Like, just strong-ass voices that, that you were like, who the fuck even is that? <laughs> they were meant to be stars. So it makes sense that they are. And... Yeah, <laughs> that's just so crazy to me. Talent is so cool. <laughs> I love people. 
but what else? oh what am i reading uh, i'm still reading my my book i'm talking about it like i don't like it i love the book i'm reading the second book of children of blood and bone by Todi adayemi the second book is called children of virtue and vengeance i'm like close to finishing i'm just upset with one character right now so that's why i'm like ugh, <laughs> where i finished I'm like, he just did some fucked up shit again. And it's like, ah, if you read the book, you know who I'm talking about. Like, it's just, it's a continuous fuck up with this character. (laughs) And you want the best for him. You want him to succeed. But only time will tell when she writes the third book. But after that, I'm trying to figure out what I want to read after. I don't know if I want to jump into another fantasy or if I want to do like a social justice book. I got these two books from Salt Eater Book Club, or not book club, bookstore. It's going to be a bookstore in downtown Inglewood. I follow them on Instagram and they're black owned and they're super cute. I love their whole aesthetic. So I went on their website and got two books from their like activism book list. So I got Hood Feminism and I think it's titled 15 Essays by Black Women, something like that. When I I'll tell the title some other time, but yes. So I'm like, I could read those after my fantasy book or jump into a cute rom-com book. I don't know what I'm feeling right now. I gotta be in the mood for each of these because fantasy is a whole other thing. Like that's, all these books require different types of energies (laughs) and I don't know where I fall. So that's the conundrum I'm in after this. Once I click off this episode, I'm going to make me a smoothie, maybe a boiled egg. I don't know. But as always, you are welcome to hit up my line. (laughs) What am I, like a 90s radio? (laughs) I'm like, welcome to hit up my line and uh, tell me what made you happy. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. You can go on my website at DejaBowen.com or DM me at OhHappyDej underscore or at me on Twitter, DejaBlueWater underscore, wherever, and share something that's made you happy this week, this month, this year, so far, whatever, or like you think what you think to get you in a happy state. And I'll read it. And something that's made me happy today, I guess today, I've been drinking a lot of water. I love having my mason jar full of water. It's so great. Oh, and on Animal Crossing, I have more neighbors. And that made me really happy. So like, I finally got all the materials to make the neighbors stuff. So they're all moved in and it's so cute. And now I want to like fish so I can get more exotic fish and travel to more islands. I'll share my um, Animal Crossing code too so I can have more friends because I love visiting islands and I'm down to trade stuff things like that. So yeah, that made me happy. Having water and Animal Crossing. (laughs) Super cute. Um, But yeah, I hope you have a great day. And no matter how shitty it is, there's always something to be happy about. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Oh, thank you.